Welcome to day 151 of the new way. I'll read John 7, 11 through 18. Now at the festival, the Jewish leaders were watching for Jesus and asking, where is he? Among the crowds, there was widespread whispering about him. Some said, he is a good man. Others replied, no, he deceives the people. But no one would say anything publicly about him for fear of the leaders. Not until halfway through the festival did Jesus go up to the temple courts and begin to teach. The Jews there were amazed and asked, how did this man get such learning without having been taught? Jesus answered, my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory. But he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. There is nothing false about him. Chaos and confusion. The priests were looking for Jesus, but then he suddenly shows up in the temple teaching. The people are divided in what they thought of him. Sounds much like today's thinking. In John 7:15, the people were asking an interesting question. I'll read it for you again. John 7:15, the Jews there were amazed and asked, how did this man get such learning without having been taught? Now Jesus may have attended Hebrew school at his local synagogue. We don't know, but the people were referring to further studies that a scribe or a teacher of the law would do after the prescribed elementary school, if you please. Look at Jesus's answer. I'll read it in John seven sixteen. Jesus answered, my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Jesus is talking about being led by the Holy Spirit or by God in his inner core. Jesus says that he's not teaching his own stuff. He's teaching what God gives him to teach. In 1 Corinthians 2, 10 through 16, we saw how the Holy Spirit inside of us reveals to us what God is thinking. We looked at that on day 116. That's amazing. That's supernatural. And that's exactly what Jesus was doing. He was letting God teach him what to say and what to do. And he was obedient. If you want to see power in your life, then begin obeying 
what God is showing and teaching you. I'll read John seven nineteen through 31. Has not Moses given you the law? Yet not one of you keeps the law. Why are you trying to kill me? You are demon-possessed, the crowd answered. Who is trying to kill you? Jesus said to them, I did one miracle, and you are all amazed. Yet, because Moses gave you circumcision, though actually it did not come from Moses, but from the patriarchs, you circumcise a boy on the Sabbath. Now, if a boy can be circumcised on the Sabbath so that the law of Moses may not be broken, why are you angry with me for healing a man's whole body on the Sabbath? Stop judging by mere appearances, but instead judge correctly. At that point, some of the people of Jerusalem began to ask, Isn't this the man they are trying to kill? Here he is speaking publicly, and they are not saying a word to him. Have the authorities really concluded that he is the Messiah? But we know where this man is from. When the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus, still teaching in the temple courts, cried out, Yes, you know me, and you know where I am from. I am not here on my own authority, but he who sent me is true. You do not know him, but I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. At this they tried to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him, because his hour had not yet come. Still, many in the crowd believed in him. They said, When the Messiah comes, will he perform more signs than this man? John 7.24 has an important command. Stop judging by mere appearances, but instead judge correctly. Appearances can be deceiving. 1 Samuel 16.7, the last part of the verse says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance, or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. I believe that this is referring to the inner core. We have already discussed the rest of these teachings at other times, judging and not judging, on day 86, and keeping of the Sabbath on day 68.
So let's move on. Let's look at John 7:30. At this they tried to seize him, but no one laid a hand on him because his hour had not yet come. What do you think that means? I think it means that God was protecting Jesus supernaturally. Does he do that for us? Yes, in many, many ways. Sometimes he allows to have his followers martyred and killed or to be thrown in prison or tortured for their faith. But other times he supernaturally protects them and carries them safely through. We have a mighty God who protects us from more things than we will ever know. When I was in college, I liked to wear a popular bracelet called a bear scare. It was a piece of rawhide tied around my wrist. It had three knots tied in it. I liked it because it looked cool with jeans. When people would ask about it, I would tell them that it was a bear scare. When they would look puzzled, I would add, you haven't seen any bears around here lately, have you? Now you know that was just a silly college prank, but seriously, God is protecting you 24-7. The ceiling hasn't fallen on you. A plane has not crashed into you. You haven't been attacked by a lion or a bear, etc., etc. God is so good, and many times we never know what he has protected us from. But I believe that he is constantly blessing us with his protection. Maybe we should say thank you. In his service, Dale.